It's All Things Considered, and I'm Dave Lawrence. Today we're continuing our off-the-road series, connecting with musicians around the world during the pandemic, and you can hear everyone we've spoken with so far at hawaiipublicradio.org. Just look for the Off the Road banner on the front page. L.A.-based System of a Down are not only one of the most successful contemporary rock acts, their members are also all Armenian-Americans. And after the recent fighting centered around the Artsakh region between Azerbaijan and Armenia, have released two new songs, their first new music in a decade and a half, to benefit a nonprofit providing humanitarian assistance in Artsakh. We'll hear as we welcome to our Off the Road series, multi-instrumentalist and lead vocalist of System of a Down, Serge Tankian. Thanks, brother. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. And uh, a uh, virtual, socially distanced hug and high five, my brother Serge. Very, <laughs> very grateful to have you on the show and joining us today. Great to be with you, Dave. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Where are you right now? And is this where you've been since the start of the pandemic? Uh, I'm in Los Angeles now, but it's not where I've been in the, uh, since the start of the pandemic. Um, I was in New Zealand, uh, which is where we live a good part of the year. And so we did our quarantine lockdown there. Take us back then. Tell us the story of when you first started to realize that this was something big that was about to happen. Yeah, I I was actually in the capital Wellington at Parliament giving a talk about the need for New Zealand to recognize the Armenian genocide. And that night, the news hit about COVID and how it's going to change all of our lives. and, And lockdown basically went into effect that week. And explain the connection to New Zealand. I fell in love with the country in 2000, I want to say, when I was there on tour the first time. And I felt an intuitive sense of belonging and peace. And the whole country is like Kauai, um, (laughs) basically. (laughs) Um, It's a giant Kauai. So it's really beautiful and very transparent democracy, which is very important to me. Over time, I got residency for the family, permanent residency in a place. And we live between there and Los Angeles now. What a neat thing. That's an original story right there. And uh, on the virus again and the enormous toll that it's taken on health, economics, loss of notable musicians, so much heartbreak. Share how you've been touched by this thing. Uh, my dad's brother, my uncle, was in New York in the early days of COVID. And he was in an uh, elderly home and he got COVID and he died from it. Uh. And It was really sad because called a nursing home and then found out he was in the hospital, then found out he was in another facility. He seemed to be doing better. And I was able to FaceTime with him for three, four days and see his face. And I was hopeful he would be better. But they called me overnight and said that he had passed. And it was so abrupt, felt so haphazard. And they weren't really taking care of the elderly properly. And it was such a such a horrible, horrible experience. Sorry to hear that. What was his name? Hagop. That's tough. Um, it's, it's been a crazy thing. And, you know, the difference between you, if I may, the difference between New Zealand and the U.S. coming here and seeing how things are here, it's not politicized there. It was just a virus that had to be dealt with. People cooperated with the government. The government was very forthcoming, factual, very strict in terms of the lockdown. Like we didn't have takeouts or anything like that, but it really did the job and they did proper contact tracing with people having an app anywhere that you go, you touch the QR code and it would know where you are so that the disease itself worked completely against the individuality of Americanism. Um, And I think it affected this nation to a large degree more because of that. You kind of underlined the one thing I got out of what you said is just cooperation between folks. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot more you know, community effort, I guess, if you will. 
And final question before we turn to these uh, explosive new songs that you've got. It was not long after the pandemic began that George Floyd's killing became this international resurgence of the Black Lives Matter police reform movement. How have these touched you personally? You know, it really affected me a lot as an indigenous person of the Caucasus and my family suffered genocide. My, my people suffered genocide. It touches me a lot when I see injustice in the world in, in any form. So I haven't been, uh, I, I can't imagine what people feel when they are in a situation where they are arrested because of how they look or because of the color of their skin. Well, in a way I can because I, having long hair and, and living in certain parts mm. of um, you know, I've been pulled right. over looking wrong, you know, it has happened. It does happen, I guess. I liked what you said there. It had uh, a lot of empathy and, and empathy, I guess, is certainly part of the passion that drives you. your first new music in 15 years as a band. That's a long time. And in this case, driven by the conflict uh, between Azerbaijan and Artsakh and really connects deeply to your own background, going all the way back to your grandparents, all four survivors of the Armenian genocide. Perhaps explain how your roots and the bands really inform this passion and then these songs. Well, um, on September 27th of this year, the combined aggressive armies of Azerbaijan and Turkey attacked a small enclave of Armenians known as Artsakh, Nagorno-Karabakh Republic, that have been living there since 500 BC. It's been a humanitarian catastrophe. There's been numerous war crimes that have been committed and recorded. A lot of deaths, a lot of civilians, a lot of bombing of civilian territories. And now we're dealing with a kind of imbalance and chaos within Armenia proper because of it, like a post-war horrible memorandum of understanding that was signed under duress and it is committed by countries that deny the Armenian genocide. The president of Turkey who has talked about finishing what his grandparents started with the Armenian genocide. There's been numerous genocide alerts by Genocide Watch and the International Association of Genocide Scholars but it has activated the global diaspora and Armenian community, including the band members of System of a Down. And we got together almost to do something outside of ourselves, not for music for music's sake, which is generally what we create music for, mm. but for our people, for the cause, for justice, which is more important than any record we've ever released, any song that we've ever put out. So we did these two songs, Protect the Land and Genocidal Humanoids, and we're donating all of the band's proceeds to the Armenia Fund, which is a, an Armenian nonprofit that deals with uh, humanitarian aid. And also via those songs, I'm getting to talk to you, Dave, in Hawaii and raise awareness about it. One thing I also want to say that I should have started the interview by saying thank you to Hawaii because Hawaii is one of the states that has recognized the Republic of Artsakh a couple of years back. And I remember reading it in the press. It gave me a smile knowing <laughs> like, hell yeah, thanks, bro. One indigenous people recognizing another with a smile, you know. Oh. Um, so so thank you, Hawaii. Oh, right on. Well, that's a... Uh... That's a very warm note. And uh, and just so I make sure I have it right, all four of your grandparents, survivors of the Armenian genocide. That's correct. Yeah. And you, born in Beirut, 
but of Armenian ethnicity. Correct. You were really young when you got here, yeah? Yeah, I was seven years old when my parents came to the U.S. right at the beginning of the Lebanese Civil War. I was born in Lebanon because my grandparents were orphans that ended up in Lebanon and Syria after the genocide, after right. World War One. There's still a quite a bit of a large Armenian community in the Middle East because of that, because of the pogroms through the Deir el-Zor desert and, and ending up in what used to be part of the Ottoman Empire, later went to the French and later became independent countries, uh, Lebanon and Syria. Pull the lens back, too, because what's even more potent, perhaps, about the messaging, all four of you have this shared heritage? Uh, yes, all four band members are Armenian. Uh, we're all born in different places, but, you know, we are Armenian by heritage and share the same ethnic uh, indigenous past. You had gone to the same, not at the same time, but had gone to a, an Armenian day school of some kind. Yeah, um, three out of four of us were at an Armenian school in Hollywood. Right. I was older than Shavo and Darren, but they went there as well. And then years later, through rehearsal sharing situations, ended up um, in close proximity to each other, ended up working with each other, and then John joined us later. It helps to identify why this is such a deep passion, that it, it's something that the band obviously shares. It really kind of brings us together and makes us want to, you know, fight for positive change. Trying to do some good. I really think it's a, it's admirable, Serge. Thanks, Dave. I appreciate that, brother. You're quite welcome. And uh, Serge Tanky and its System of a Down, two new songs. Now, which one is your favorite? I'm thinking just because it's radio and genocidal humanoids is so aggressive. I was thinking protect. <laughs> I was thinking we go out with protect the land. Hopefully, that's okay with I'm you. I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Okay, you are great. And I hope that this has been a positive experience for you being on our uh, Off the Road series and part of All Things Considered with us. It has been, brother. Thank you. And thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Stay safe, Serge. You too. Stay safe, bro. Aloha. Aloha. Yeah.